Good afternoon. Daniel Imperato here from the Department of Justice in Washington, D.C. Here on the eve of Martin Luther King's 60th anniversary, the march on D.C. And the case tomorrow that will be heard to set the trial with Jack, uh, the investigator, and uh, the judge, I think it's Chelkin, as to the dates that will have the trial for the insurrection in January 6th against Donald J. Trump. I'm Daniel J. Imperato. I'm a candidate for President of the United States that has been suppressed, has been denied equal time under the law. As the Department of Justice knows, we're supposed to have equal protection under the law. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I just saw it in front of the Pettyman Court. So where's my life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness? Back in 2012, suits were filed against me because I was an independent candidate for president. I had over 12 cases, very similar to Donald J. Trump, my neighbor in Palm Beach, because I was a threat. I was a threat to bring a third party to this country with Ross Perot and our team. We grew the independent movement in this country from 20% of the country to over 50%. But now I came back to the Republican Party as a gold medal award winner from Ronald Reagan and a businessman of the year award winner from George Bush to help the Republican Party restore. The problem with the RNC, as I spoke the other day, the leadership in the RNC is uh, not desirable. Nobody's pushing, nobody's pumping, nobody's growing the party. If you like me to do it, you can call on me, but I'm running for president of the United States 2024 under the Republican Party ticket, and I deserve equal access. I was denied the opportunity to get in front of the debates because I didn't qualify. I only didn't qualify because I got COVID. And I couldn't work and I couldn't campaign because I was more concerned with the citizens of the United States catching COVID from me. I was in bed curing and taking care of myself to make sure that I didn't spread COVID. And then the RNC and the Fox News and their, you know, requirements pertaining to, you know, supporting the candidate. It's nothing to do with supporting the candidate. The oath should be to support the party. Whoever the candidate is, that just goes natural. So here I am in front of the Department of Justice, and now we're talking about, you know, the candidates talking about weaponizing the Department of Justice. The weaponization of the Department of Justice by Donald Trump was ridiculously, openly, and, and purposely used to weaponize the Department of Justice for the insurrection, to overturn the election, to keep his control. But as I just spoke in front of the Supreme Court, everybody's entitled to a trial by jury. But I did ask that the Department of Justice here file a mandamus case in the court for the Supreme Court to review the 14th Amendment, the application of the 14th Amendment, the interpretation of the 14th Amendment, and the laws pertaining to the rights to a trial by jury proven until innocent or guilty, and the rights to have the opportunity to run for the candidacy of the president during proceedings pertaining to clear and obvious evidence that was seen by the, the, the grand jury who charged Donald Trump for insurrection acts and aiding and helping the insurrection. I also have to say about Mike Pence, he was there from you know November, December, participating in all this. He never stopped it. He never stood up and went to the Department of Justice and said, we got to stop this. He went along with the program until the last minute. So as far, far as I'm concerned, Mike Pence is a no-go for me as president. Uh, not because he's not a good man, I think he's a great man, but you need a backbone, you need to be strong, and that's why they voted for Donald Trump. 
I'm more like a Donald Trump candidate. I'm not against him. I'm not with him. I'm actually fighting uh, beside him, parallel with him. Because what was done to me by the Department of Justice during the Obama days, when they when they weaponized uh, Lois Lerner and the IRS and they came after me for taxes I didn't know, and it took me years to prove it. And then they sent me a letter and said, oh, thank you, Mr. Imperial, you, you don't owe any taxes, and closed the case. So what about my cost? What about all the years that it took me? Yes, I should file a case against the Department of Justice, actually against the IRS for doing what they did. And, you know, maybe one day I will. But then they came after me with the Securities Exchange Commission after that and said that I raised $2 million and I spent it running for president with no FEC filings to prove it, no tax returns to file it. But they still charged me. They still ruined my life. They still defamed my character in the same court that they're now in, Fort, in, in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida, that filed the... Um, the uh, uh, case against Donald Trump initially, which was which actually was served uh, by the magistrate that was in the same court chambers as me that filed a bogus case against me. So we'll get into that later. That's why the right to a trial by jury is absolute, and a jury trial by peers is an absolute if invoked at the beginning of the, the case. So the question I ask for the Supreme Court is why not file a mandamus case in front of the Supreme Court uh, I mean, the Department of Justice in front of the Supreme Does Court of the United States, same? please, in front of the Supreme Court of the United States, so that we can hear the American people, the decision and interpretation of the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution, and use the Department of Justice properly to bring that case in front of the Supreme Court to ask them to review, which they should do their first case on the return from their holiday, is the mandamus case to be filed, and I'm a, I'm a pro se litigator in the Supreme Court of the United States myself for my own purposes, and I want to file a mandamus case on behalf of the Department of Justice or Donald Trump or either or or both to get the interpretation of the Constitution, the laws and regulations pertaining to the rights to a trial by jury and, and, and the affiliation to the Constitution, and whether or not an emergency motion for injunctive relief can be filed and approved and affirmed based upon the fact that the American people, the citizens of this country, are being harmed. And they're being harmed not only because Donald Trump hasn't been found guilty or not pertaining to the right to a trial by jury, but the media is, is, is plastering this all over the media, defaming his character. Donald's doing the same. It's not good for America. It's hurting America. So I, as a United States citizen, want to file a mandamus case, emergency hearing, for the interpretation of the 14th Amendment, the right to a trial by jury, does it apply? And a, if it does apply, then file an emergency motion for injunctive relief to stop the election, to bar Donald Trump from running for president until those cases are heard and he has a right under due process of law to prove his case. And going back to weaponization, the weaponization of the Obama administration and, and Lois Lerner and other things, where, where, where the Obama administration was also found, uh, I can't remember the name of the law firm that found the documents pertaining to assassinating or a character assassination against candidates or Christian conservatives or, or any competitors against Obama. I know Obama. Uh, he was a decent guy, a decent president, but he did weaponize the Department of Justice. It's clear as day. And Joe Biden knew it. And now Joe Biden has the problem with his son, and it's a problem, and it's probably going to find money coming in. There should be no son flying on a plane with the president and vice president collecting checks as he's flying around because he didn't pay for his airline tickets to get there. He flew on Air Force Two. But Donald Trump did the same thing with Jared Kushner and his daughter, and they made millions of dollars. Kushner made, made some $2 billion, Ivana. 
I mean, Ivanka made all kinds of money pertaining to her makeup and anything else she was doing. It was a free-for-all. And yes, Donald Trump acted, aided, and assisted an insurrection in front of the uh, Capitol. But the fact of the matter is, did it reach criminality? We'll see in the coming time. But as far as weaponizing the Department of Justice, we got a problem with Ron DeSantis, who's weaponized his own Department of Justice, I should say, his own attorney generals in the state of Florida. So when he gets on the stage, we're going to stop the weaponization of the Department of Justice. Come on, Ron, get a life. Be real. You're an attorney. You're, you're, you're a prosecutor. You've been weaponizing this stuff since the day you began as a prosecutor. The same like Kamala Harris. She's a prosecutor. So they know how to play the violin. And yes, the weaponization is true. They weaponized it against me, filed cases against me, bogus cases. But after all, it's not the Department of Justice, period. It's the political mafia and the judicial tyranny that's being bribed and paid off for favors. And that goes to the Supreme Court and all the travels and Clarence Thomas and all the gifts and all the favors. Whether or not they had a case or didn't have a case, they could have talked about another case. It's just unethical. And then the politicians themselves who are at Mar-a-Lago getting contributions. You're trying to tell me that all the politicians and senators and congressmen in the Republican Party that went to Mar-a-Lago to raise money for their efforts in their, in their local uh, chapters and their Congress uh, seats and what have you, and their senatorial representation of their state. All those boxes were there. You're telling me those senators didn't know those boxes and what was in them? Come on, folks. Come on, folks. Wake up. So as the American people, as a citizen, a vote for me is a vote for you. And you need to understand that I'm ready, willing, and able day one. You know, Mike Pence took that, you know, role. Oh, I'm the best, most qualified. I'm ready for the job. I'm ready for the job. I've been through the court system. I've been attacked like Donald Trump. I've been all over the world. I've got an education second none and a resume to prove it. And I will work for the people of this country. And I will do this, which is most important. Sorry. <laughs> God leads the way. And we need to restore God, the Bible, and our Constitution and our schools. And we need to bring back our military. Our military must be strong. But the reason I'm here today at the Department of Justice, I will be attending the hearing tomorrow pertaining to the Trump trial and the insurrection. And I hopefully will get the opportunity to speak to the media and discuss my mandamus uh, filing with the Supreme Court and hopefully get some uh, friends of the court to help me. And uh, hopefully the Department of Justice might, you know, call me as a consultant or advisor because I know a lot of things about a lot of things about a lot of people. I know Donald Trump for over 40 years. I know everything about him, what he's done, how he's done it, his business dealings. I know what they did in 2016 with the worst, Rudy Giuliani. Department of Justice, Rudy Giuliani is the one who forced and pushed and talked to Donald Trump because he wanted to be the president. He did anything in his power to get on television. He was the insurrection. He directed the insurrection with the, with, with, with the other counsel that they had. But Giuliani was the principal. He wrote the book on these rules and regulations when he was uh, the, the, the FBI and the New York City prosecutor and the attorney general. He knows this stuff that he shouldn't be doing it, but he did it because he wanted the limelight. He did it to me in 2007. He told the FBI that I was a mafia laundering money for Silvio Berlusconi and for the Italian mafia. It's a lie. But yet they came after me and accused me and said that I did this and this and this and I never did nothing. It's because Rudy Giuliani went to the FBI and made a false report to them, which came to me from an FBI retired person who gave me my dossier and said, this is what it says, Danny. So Rudy Giuliani must be held accountable. 
he also may be the one that planted the documents on Donald Trump in the Mar-a-Lago that was leaving under the ground. Donald Trump may or may not known the documents were there, but the question is, follow the money. Go to the bank accounts, look at if there was any money from when Donald Trump left office or before, and follow the money of what countries and what nuclear secrets, and did it help Russia pertaining to uh, threatening bombing the Ukraine? Is there the situation with Iran and in China, who did it help? North Korea, was there any bribery? You gotta look at these things. But more importantly, you gotta look at the American people. And the American people gotta understand. I love the Proud Boys, I love the Patriots, but I don't love them when they break the law. And they went above and beyond the law and they should have never broke into the Capitol. But when Donald Trump said, you know, I'll pay for all your legal bills, did he pay for your legal bills? So why Americans, why are you giving this man money to help him? If he wants to start a fund for his legal defense against the Department of Justice or in his cases, you know, so be it, that's his right. But to spend your political power and your political clout and spend money on his legal cases is destroying the Republican Party, destroying our country, and you're upset and you have every right to be upset like I'm upset because the price of gas is too high, because the food prices are too high because we have got out of control. Corporations are raising the prices to the moon, especially the Chinese. I've got a plan. I'm Dan the man with a plan, and I'm asking you, America, to give me a chance. I need your donations, $1, 50000 I need 10% to get into this debate in California, and I promise you, you get me there, and I will shine, and I will be your president, because God leads the way. And he knows where my heart is, he knows where your heart is, and a vote for me is a vote for you. And I tell you now, it's from your house to my house to God's house. We need to revive prayer. They call me the rapper. Not that guy, Swami, whatever his name is, that he rapped on the stage. That came from my website. I'm the rapper. Revive America's prayer again. I asked the MAGA Republicans to make a switch. Try it. Taste and see. I asked the evangelical Christians. I'm an anointed man of God that prays in tongues, that protects the people of this country every day of my life and every day in my career. I pray for you, I pray for your families, and I ask you people, give me a chance to represent you, or at least taste and see. And think about changing your party support for the MAGA Republicans, and think about the rapper Republicans, and pray with me, and revive America's prayer in this country, because without God, there is no country. And without new Israel, there would be no America. So we need to step up, study our Bible, understand our constitution, restore the, 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 the teaching and training across the country. We have to stop bickering and divide and conquer, divide and conquer. So as far as weaponizing the Department of Justice, I had firsthand it was weaponized against me. But it's not all the time. So I asked the American people, I'm coming here to show you that I have the experience from A to Z, whether it's the Supreme Court, the Department of Justice, the lower court, the circuit court, the, the, the appeals court, the child court, the family court, the tax court. I've been in them all. And I represented myself as an American citizen. And you American citizens must know this before my close. While you weaponize, say, say you're weaponizing the Department of Justice and these candidates say that, and they all do it in their own states. But it's the politicians that go to their local, I mean, go to their local corporations and the corporations said, you know, I don't like that competitor, Danny Imperato. So here, here's a $100,000 contribution and go shut them down, create a case, go use the Department of Justice and weaponize it and file a case against him so I can take over his business. Yes, it happens every day. And Donald Trump was a master of doing that. So you can't say that he's, you know, 
talking about the weaponization of, of the Department of Justice because he weaponized it. He's not part of the survival of our nation. He's part of the problem. He is part of the swamp. He is part of the grand old party. He is part of the establishment to try to go against the establishment that was part of the establishment that positioned himself on the nerve of the American people that came from my platform. I'm the one that decided, I'm the one that discussed the infrastructure. I'm the one that said build back America. I'm the one that said put America first in Florida as governor. I'm the one. Just look at my history. Look at what I wrote. I'm not lying to you. I'm not misrepresenting you. Everything I'm telling you is right in writing since 2006 and 7. So I close with you on this. American people, you have a fiduciary, legal, and moral responsibility under your acceptance to be a citizen of the United States of America to uphold, defend, and to, and to support the Constitution of the United States and as a citizen on the United States of America, you have an obligation and a duty not only to uphold the Constitution, but under Section 241 and 241 of the U.S. Code and 242 of the U.S. Code, if you see anybody or hear anyone that's taken away a constitutional right from another citizen, you have an obligation to step up and to report it to the Department of Justice. The problem is the American people don't even know their rights. And you proud boys and you organizers for Donald Trump, I'm begging you, change your tune. Come closer to God. Pray, pray that the leadership in this country. And if you want, if you want to, you know, go out and you want to chant and you want to yell and you want to scream and you want to do it peacefully, no problem. But breaking across the rails and going into the Capitol and following Donald Trump while he was watching television in the in the in the dining room, it's not the way to go. You can't follow darkness. That's darkness. America, confusion is of the devil. It's not of God. So until we get the confusion out of this nation and until we unite our party, the Republican Party and the independents and the Democrats together as a country, it doesn't matter which party you vote for, brothers and sisters. It matters who your president is. The morals, the principles, the respect, the guidelines, the knowledge, the knowledge of the world, business, religion, political, the knowledge of the the Department of Justice, the court system, education is key. And I can tell you this, believe me, you, America, I am a well-educated man that can protect your interest and your children's interest at home. Again, from your house to my house to the White House and God's house. And God leads the way. Thank you very much, Daniel and Parada for President. I need your support. I need $50,000 bills, 50 unique hits, 50000 I need you to go to my website, www.imperado for president 2024, or www.imp2020 Inc., which is our, I mean, org, which is our political action committee. And we're just setting these things up and finishing with the Federal Elections Commission because I got COVID and I got a delay. But it's all in God's will. So I ask you, America, join me. A vote for me is a vote for you. Thank you very much. God bless you. God bless America. God bless our troops. And love you all, love your families, and pray, Lord Jesus Christ, to bless this nation. And if I'm the one that you want to lead this nation, then tell my people, tell my people to vote for Daniel Imperato for president. Thank you very much.